the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. All right, let's uh, not wait any longer. Let's say hi to Finn. Finn, how are you doing tonight? I'm, I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on. I love uh, I love your advertisements. Those are great. <laughs> it helps pay for the pay for the the lights and the camera, right? And, and the actual pays for the action. There you go. There you go. Well, you know, it's uh, it, tomorrow night big game for 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 both teams. You know, uh, you know, you guys are traveling down here. But before we get into all that, just just uh, I, just get a little uh, background on you. Learn about you as a fan. How long have you been following uh, Houston Dynamo? Oh, since we were terrible. Uh, Twenty. Well, that's been for a long time. I mean, that could have been just like last year. You want to compare trophy cases, Peter? We could, we could look at them. You well, just got your first one. We're a new team. That's what every you know. Hey, well, we were a new team. One, two. And I know, row. but my, but my point is, Houston has has for the most part has been what. We've been neglected. Average for, for to below average most of your We've, with 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 a bright spot in the very beginning. There was some good there was a good six to seven right. year run. We had the twenty eighteen okay. West twenty seventeen Western Conference runs, twenty eighteen US Open Cup championship. US Open Cup, right? Um, we're in the playoff positions right now. Where are y'all at? Ten? Yeah. Are y'all the y'all are eleventh? Where are y'all at? Y'all are slightly outside of it, aren't you? Oh no, we're further down than that. <laughs> we're we're yeah. further down than that. But yeah, no, you guys you guys uh, are in the playoffs for sure. Haven't clinched yet. There's not as many teams clinching in the West as of as of yet. But but so you know you so you, you've been following the team since since uh, 2016. No, 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 no. I didn't know what soccer was until the Sun started playing. I'm what, what got you into the Houston Dynamo? I live in Houston, and uh, I watched it on TV. We started watching the Premier League. I follow Spurs, so there's been a lot of pain in my life. I'm a Mets fan, a Jets fan, Tottenham, Houston. There's my, my life is nothing but trauma and pain when it comes to sports. It's, it's not fun. But my son got me into it. He's a, he's a gifted little soccer player. And we started watching it, learned about it. And I mean, after, what is he, 13, 14? He's been playing for eight years and his mom finally understands what a free kick is. She still doesn't get offsides though. She hasn't figured that one out. But no, it's, it's, been, it's been great, man. It's been a great year. We had some tough years. We had that one Western Conference final, Open Cup. But other than that, man, it's been it's been it's been like uh, funding the government, non-existent. Yeah, but you know things and things have definitely gotten uh, you know gotten better right this year. I mean, you guys, yeah. like a, we, you know, new coach with uh, Ben Olsen. Ben Olsen, you know, he's great. I, I, we talked to another. We talked to a, another guy from Houston just near the beginning of the season. Did not have kind things to say about Ben Olsen. Not sure why, but who, who did you talk to? To have turned the team around uh, quite a bit. Who was it? Give me his name, because I know I all their remember. addresses. I don't remember. It was another. It was another podcaster did up he, there, did, but I don't did, remember. Did, did, did he talk really slow and like this the whole time? He had an accent, like a. I know who it was. I know who it was. Him and I. I don't was, remember. Him and I are really good friends. His name is Andre. I'm pretty sure. Yo, he was a good guy, but uh, he was not <laughs> thrilled. I guess so. Sarcasm. Dude, uh, hey, a lot of people weren't thrilled about Ben Olsen, but when you look at his statistics and what he did in D.C., how could you not be? No, he's not Tata Martino. He's not. Don't you guys have him, Martino? Right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But he didn't come to Messi, right? He's not Tata. He's not, uh, I was going to say Bruce Arena, but people have mixed feelings on that. He's not Especially like. Especially now. Yeah. He, you know, but I mean, he was solid. He was a solid player. He's a solid coach. He got no backing. When he was back slightly, they did very well. He is now the second. This is so sad. He's the second winningest coach in Dynamo history with 17 wins, according to uh, stuff that's been posted. That's how that's how good we are. But he's got a way to go to catch Dominic Kinnear. We're good now, man. Hope you're you good now. Good now. But uh, but you're good now. But uh, you know, not so good on the road. And you guys have only um, what is it? Two wins on the road, I think. I think it's more than that. I mean, like all time or this year. Well, no, this year, this year. Uh, this year, we have more than two. Like Houston, couple? Houston away record, two, four, and nine. So two wins on the road. You guys clearly are not a good road team. Who is? What do you, what do you, go ahead. Who, who is? What team in the league, aside from the two at the very top, have good road, road records? Because 
We've talked right. about this a million times. The United States is massive. We are how about 1,500 miles apart, us and y'all. That's a three-hour flight. Sure. Three-hour flight. I mean, the U.S. is big. Why? Uh, why are we so bad on the road? We've had a couple of years of awful coaches. We've had a, a horrible uh, general manager and owner for a while. So I mean, it's like uh, we, we just it's bad, man. It was a bad time. But this year, four draws, nine losses, two wins. Look at our home record. It's stout. But yeah, on the road, everybody's everybody's pretty awful in MLS because it's just it's difficult because you got I said this before. Hector Herrera is flying on the plane next to a crying baby and an overweight man. How's he supposed to rest up for the game? You know? Well, you guys can now take a private jets just like we can. So you're not necessarily that private, you know, that little crying baby quite as much. I think your own I think you guys have a little more money coming into us at this current point in time. Do you? I, I yeah, I don't know much about your ownership group. So your ownership group, uh they would they be willing to splash money like a messy deal? We got Hector Herrera. But who, okay, so think yeah, about this. That's, that's definitely, you got, he's good, but it's not the same level as far as just, you know, as far as money commitment and stuff like that. I mean, he, I, I'm not going to, I mean, he's a good player. So there's like no 3,000 other teams that also didn't splash messy money. Only one did, but you got to admit, like Beckham's pull, Alaba, uh, wasn't Iniesta rumored to be going to Miami? Yeah, everybody's rumored to come here. You got that, you got that chubby guy that smoked cigarettes that played striker last year and with his brother, Higuain. Yeah, yep, Higuain. Uh, but like it's but you guys, uh, you can't miss on Messi. Other than that, you guys have been like I don't know. You guys have missed a lot of the big names. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We thank, thank. I mean, we we started off with a a, a poor front office. Turned things around when uh, Chris Henderson came in, and uh, you know had to definitely tank to some extent to to to, to you know save up enough. Tam, Gam, all that kind of play money, all that monopoly MLS money yeah. to get players like Busquets, Alba, and and Messi, and then of course you know the younger players that we brought in, the young DPs as well. That they, and, and then last year you cheap. guys somehow y'all, y'all's ownership, your GM screwed up the designated player allotment. Y'all had four, right? And you had to get rid of that Argentinian kid. Wow, well, I, I was yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't. We didn't get busted last year. It was year before. before, we got, year we before. Got yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, <laughs> We got caught cheating. We still didn't make the playoffs. Oh, wait, you guys were fifth, weren't you? Yeah, we. Uh, it, it was. Um, it was. You know, we made. We we have. Here's the thing. We have made the playoffs. So no, no, you know, I know you're throwing shade a little bit there. I'm just returning but, fire. Uh, we, just just returning fire. Just shut the back. We 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 have we have uh, uh, made the playoffs. I I you know what three out of the I think four seats. What we missed it last year, um, but. Uh, it's okay. I was just reading the chat. Yeah, because yeah. technically we had like five DPs. I mean, we had we we cheated pretty good. Yeah, I would go heavy on the empanadas too. One world empanadas are delicious. Oh yeah, see on this show so we do good. tend to uh, diverge. It sounds like it looks like you might be reading the chat or something. Yeah, looks, yeah. We tend to diverge into the food conversation pretty quickly and easily. What? A, okay, so what was up with with Messi? Not this was the last one. When did they pull up the thirty seventh minute? What match was yeah, that? yeah, yeah, and, and Jordi Alba just like literally two minutes before that. So they, they you know, it was a questionable, uh, you know, pulling out two players, burning two um, substitution windows when probably should have just combined it into one substitution. Y'all window. still won though, right? You still won four to one. Was it four to one? You guys won though, four two, didn't you? The last, the uh, yes, yeah. yeah, that game, yeah, we 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 won because uh, um, in the second half. So Messi had really zero impact in the first half, but. But we we won in the second half. There will be a repeat uh, of that on Wednesday. That will be repeated. I'm interested to see how he stacks up against our midfield. We have a solid. So do you, so, so so do you think um, Messi uh, 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 plays and and how? Yeah, yeah, for sure. How? I mean, oh, sorry, man, my bad. No, no. I mean, because the the, the you know the, the, there's there's so much drama down here as far as will Messi play? Will, won't he play? He's got uh, some sort of. Um, scar tissue type of thing they're not really talking too much about it the, the team is very cagey about it and actually it's funny is it's be a bit of a sore point with fans uh, you know around the league a little bit in that you know we're famous for not talking about the injuries and uh you know they, they skirt around that quite a bit so there is still a question mark as to will Messi play of course we all think he will but will he start will he come off the bench nobody really knows how much time does he have in him because it's you know he's got some sort of aggravated 
scar tissue or something. Yeah, it's probably, I would imagine it's like a C-section scar from giving birth to actual fans in Miami. Or possibly, I mean, his shoulders could be sore from carrying the team. Who knows? You're going to, you can't talk too much about fan support because oh, every know. time I put on a Houston game, the stadium's empty. That's because, you know, we're, we, we are on the field. You can't see us. We blend in <laughs> the seats. Yeah, so people bring that up. People bring up our attendance all the time. Well, we so went through. Than you just do it to ours. Oh, I know, I know. We went through like I mean, ten years. Look, of, in, in all honesty, though, South Florida is not a great sports town. No, I've I mean, been. Yeah, so I've watched the Marlins play to empty things. Dolphins, yeah, we're, it's, we're it's such not a good. transient town here. So many people from New York and all that. And, you know, quite often you go to like a Miami Dolphins game. There's more Jets fans and there are Dolphins fans. It's a tough sports market here. Yeah, no question. What's but, weird is Vegas has a lot of transients. But their hockey team does phenomenal in attendance. Anyway, back to back to our attendance. Look, yeah. Before, why why do you think Houston Dynamo seem? It doesn't seem like it's really connected with with the fan base down there. Well, it did at one point. If you look at the, if you look go back to our history, up until Gabriel Brenner took over, we were selling out. We hold the state of Texas record for MLS. Most people at an MLS match it's like thirty two thousand, but. When you go through 10 years of neglect, like we did, you alienate fans. And we alienated a lot. And if you want to see them, go to Dynamo Reddit. You'll see all of the alienated people. And it's hard to bring them back because this is the first season where we've been good in a while. And people are like, I'll wait till next year. Also, the ticket prices, every single club, every single club worldwide, the ticket prices are going up an astronomical percentage. I mean, I know yours have increased because of Lino, but like, Jesus, it's, it's, they not realize there's inflation. There's, there's people struggling. There's, there's, oh God, it's just, I wonder sometimes if these owner, if these MLS is sustainable, but if they keep raising the prices like this, your common soccer fan is more of a blue collar than white collar person. Can we agree? Uh, yeah, I would agree for sure. And blue collar folks tend to work longer hours and make less money and they want their money to go somewhere where it's, they know it's being invested well. And if, if you're going to raise ticket prices, 20, 30%, I didn't renew mine for next year. I mean, I, we were good before I didn't renew them, but I, we don't have money. You know, we just don't. Yeah. You know, we, we, we went through a similar thing, you know, uh, was it last year or two years ago? You know, we were bad and they raised our prices 20 to 30% as that's well. Ridiculous. So, I mean, it, it is across uh, MLS, um, but, you know, the... You know, actually, I'm I'm concerned. Like, what is it going to look like here uh, uh, next season? Because clearly, Dude. they're going to raise the prices because of you know the messy effect. Yeah. So that's that's gonna that's gonna um, Miami are, Miami tickets are a, Miami tickets are an investment while he's there. Like, buy them, get your season tickets, and just resell them because you're going to make a time. No. Like, it's like Taylor's, not you, not you, Peter. That the, the Fairweather fans, the plastic fans. You know, and and that's yeah, that's funny. Is that is. Hey, we're, we're going down so many paths that is not related to the game, but that's what we do on this show. We, we're a tangent show. That's because I didn't take uh, my medicine. <laughs> I didn't take No, I love it. Um, there is infighting. The funny thing is there's infighting amongst Inter-Miami fans. And you use the word plastic fans because that's Inter-Miami fans like myself that have been from day one or even before, right? Uh, now arguing with fans that are just here for Messi. And oh, there's a lot that are literally here for Messi. When Messi leaves, they will too. Yeah. And we know that. Of course, if you can main, if you could keep 10% of those fans, it's a win. It's a win. Uh, but but that is a term that's being thrown around a lot here as far as plastic fans. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's sports. I mean, it's you, what it is. You guys are kind of like the Wrexham of America right now, except you have the best player arguably in the history of the sport. They just have Deadpool and that guy that tells dick jokes from It's Always Sunny. So. I, I do like the show, though. Um, you, forgive the uh, chats. I'm having issues with It's okay. Stuff. Leo, we're going to get that W, buddy. We're going to do it. I hope. Yeah. Can we talk about the game? The last couple, my last couple of shows, I've had issues with my chat here. I'm trying to I like how it's just popping up in front of us. It's great. Because I can't no, miss it. No, it's supposed to pop from the bottom, but for some reason... It's not cooperating with me, and and even though I said it before the show, it, it forgets it. I said Steve Jobs. This is Steve Jobs' operating system. Yeah. Well, no, it's not the Apple issue. It's the e, e- uh, Yeah, they didn't update. 
<clears throat> I'm still trying to work around. But anyways, you got some got some people in here. Leo Lopez in here. It's good to see. You. Yep. Let's. Um, um, I think we should talk about the game. You want to? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, if you want. You so. Want to. So. Well, you know, you're you're on the road. You, you guys, you're you're coming in. You're having a good season, but. Yep. Just to Kansas City, I think this last week, right? We did, we did, we did. We've we've beaten Kansas City with our second, without me, without Messi and friends. So that's a, I look at that as a positive. Again, I don't know a ton about Houston. Were you at home or were you on the road? We were at home. Okay, and we're home again. That right? so you are now. Granted, we're we're planning on obviously that Messi and 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 uh, Busquets will play. Alba is not going to play, uh, so you don't have to worry about him. But. Um, where, where do you where do you think Houston realistically not just trash talking but where do you think uh, if you want to trash talk that's fine too but uh, where do you think they stack up against this Inter Miami team with Messi expected to play? You guys are better up front. Uh, we're better everywhere else. I think our midfield I would put second to none in this league. Our back line I would put second to none in this league. Our goalkeeper is having a career year at thirty six, which is. It could be a fluke, okay? But up front, you guys are better. I mean, you have the best player in the history of football. You're better up front. Uh, but our midfield has been so solid and so critical to what we do, and Hector Herrera has been the, the engine of this team. Along with that, we rested guys We rested guys against KC, Peter. We didn't play all our starters. Uh, we ran a little bit different, different people out there. But we saved some of our best guys for this match. Corey Baird didn't start. Uh, God, Dorsey didn't start. Who was the other one? And so one more. Oh, it's Vicheco didn't start. So we, we sat our best center back. We sat our best attacking player. And we sat our best right back. So we sat three of our, our of our of our best 11. We sat three of them. And that game, look, us and Casey, we hate each other. Johnny Russell goes out early. And it was one-to-one. They, they score a goal because we have... Young Ethan Bartlow in there, who I like Ethan. He drinks at the same bar I do. But we pissed that game away. And I saw when it was 2-1, to one, it was 37 minutes in. I'm thinking, we're going to lose this game 2-1. to one. And we did. Where do we stack up with y'all? <sighs> you have to go after Messi. you got to be physical with him. And you have to let him know, like, yeah, we came to play. Because we're not going to lay down, man. We are going to play. We are going to fight. Uh, we have heart. We play together. You know, and H-Town till we drown, baby. <laughs> well, to, to, to your point about resting players, we did the same thing against Orlando, which is, you know, a rivalry of sorts, uh, budding rivalry. Uh, they seem to care more about it than we do. But uh, um, we rested, obviously, Messi, Alba, and Busquets. Um, but our, t- our players are definitely looking, looking tired. I mean, we got a young guy, Kramoski, that, that was looking really, really tired in that game. The league's cup may have taken it out of some of these players. You know, we have a little bit of an older, uh, at least our stars are older. But, yeah. but um, you know, so many coaches have come in, specifically in the league's cup, have come in against Inter-Miami thinking they had a game plan for it, and then it just all goes out the window. Messi has his magic moments. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the players on the opposing team are a little starstruck. We saw that in some games uh, where like even Atlanta didn't really want to attack a whole lot. Uh, they seem to give Messi more respect than, than you should, right? If you're the opposing team. Curious in where, where Houston falls in that because, you know, who, who's, who's uh, you know, on Houston, who's sitting there, you know, going goo-goo over Messi, you know, and, and freaking out that he's on the same field as Messi because that does – Happen. Let's make it easier. Who's who's not? Say who's not Hector Herrera because he's been there. Franco Escobar right. because for, I don't know Escobar's Argentinian, but I don't know if they've ever trained together with the national team. Um, that's probably about it. Maybe Sviachenko because he's played in you know Champions League in Europe. Uh, that's about it. But the same thing, like every team has that. Like you have the greatest. This is like being the Durham Bulls and Babe Ruth comes to your club. You know, it's it's everybody's going to be. It's like if Taylor Swift left the game with Travis Kelsey, everybody's going to look. You know? Oh, man, that was big talk in this house. I was, I was so sad. My daughter is a Swifty. My daughter is a So Swiftie. is mine. I'm a Swifty. You want to sing some songs together? 
Um, the problem is me. You don't? Oh, she's great. I love Taylor Swift's music. No, 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 no. I mean, I know what it sounds like, but I can't sing along. I don't know the words. Except it sounds like, but, a, uh, sounds like sounds like an angel. What she sounds like. There you go. Yeah, my daughter saw her in concert. So that was Ooh. one. But um, yeah, so she, all of a sudden, my daughter says she's an NFL fan out of nowhere just because of Taylor Swift. But which is funny. Um, oh, Taylor sports shorts in the no. chat. Her tickets are overrated. Taylor Swift is overrated. Dude, all her music's good. All her music's good. My, uh, I did the funniest person in Houston competition, and I had my daughter. I said, "Baby girl, pick pick my music," and she picked "Style" by Taylor Swift. So I went up there with the the James Dean "Daydream Look in Your Eyes," and uh, I didn't win. Place fifth. All right. Well, well, you and and you are a bit of a performer as as you're a, a comedian, and uh, when you're not when you're not podcasting, you're doing a little comedy. Every now and again, yeah. Sometimes they laugh. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. When they don't, it's <laughs> when they don't. It's, it's it sucks. It's it's like uh, I'm not going to make the analogy because we're going to stay PG. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, right, let's uh, you know we 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 have. Um, a voicemail here so let's uh, let's go to, in case anybody wants to to leave voicemails the line is open seven eight six four seven four 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 three five that uh based on who's calling here i recognize i see it uh, it's probably a nice softball so let's go <laughs> let's go to that it's time for your voicemail hello hey peter and uncle ed who's watching online because he's busy working and then welcome to the show Oh my gosh, I like this guy actually, even though he's Houston and we're Miami. He's a and World One Goal. Um, he cracked me up with those comments on Gonzalo, uh, Iguain, who, yes, he was over there with a sig and a handful of empanadas, but he's still a world class, amazing player. He just kind of fell into the cell of our curse of tubby era of players, which is uh, the first management we had that brought all these um, very unfit, untalented players in. But now we have Chris Henderson, our fusion fellow, working some magic. And yeah, we have way too many DPs, but um, we're working on that. And I do want to point out, he's right about the fans because, you know, the tickets were like, I think it was $30 a park and then immediately it jumped up to 40 And then as soon as Messi came in, people were complaining it's $50 a park, especially people that are, you know, visiting from the away games. Like if somebody from Houston wants to fly in and want to go, I'm sure they would freak out at the $50 parking. Of course, all these $800 ticket people are upset. And, you know, they had to start Messi kind of to prove a point with Toronto when he really should have been sat out that game. And, uh, oh, my God, too much trauma for your drama. We always have radio silence here. We never know what's going on. We didn't even know when the team was going to open for like eight years. But, hey, at least we got our team. And I do have a very funny Ben Olsen story from my season days out at the pub. But, you know, what happens in the pub stays in the pub. Very similar to Vegas. Okay, love you guys. Love the show. And good luck, except for when we beat you. Although defense does win games. That's what Pat Riley says from the Miami Heat. All right, love you guys. Bye. So one world, one goal. You can't sit there and tell us you have a fun Ben Olsen story and then just bail on it and tell us you can't tell the story. Everybody seems to. Like, uh, this is not the first show I've been on where somebody had a funny Ben Olsen story. He, he Dude, he's... I love him. And I he's been around. Him. He's been around. I mean, and, and, and one world, one goal, uh, the, our, she and, and myself included, we're all Miami Fusion fans. So we were... We were, we were uh, you know, MLS fans back in the day. We Our team got contracted. And uh, so, you know, Ben was playing back and he was just a, a, a wee lad in those some of those uh, earlier years. But yeah, I love him. And he's a he's a good guy. He sticks up for his team. Uh, God, he's just he's everything I could possibly want in a coach. You know, that's good so far. I mean, so he's, he seems to have turned the team around a bit um, again, you know, uh, not not great on the road yet, but. Not yet. You know, like you said, not, not a lot of teams are. But it's just something that One World One Goal was saying as, as far as as uh, tickets. Yeah, so if, if a Houston fan, I'm, I'm curious to see if we're going to have a, a Houston, you know, turnout because nice. tickets are expensive. Like, so I'm a season ticket holder. This did not count in my season ticket package. Oh. The first, the fir- well, the, the, the first few, yeah. two. The first US one Open or two did, yeah. Yeah. did. Right, but not this one. No. And um, 
I think my tickets were around two fifty each for you know decent sideline seats, which That's... is crazy. But you know, I want to be there. It's my team. I want to see him lift a trophy. I wasn't able to be there in person for the League's Cup trophy. So, uh, but yeah, so the cheapest seat in the house right now is on the is um. So one twenty five, one fifty. Our brand new corner seats that they just added, and that's one hundred and fifty seven dollars resale. Dude, so. I mean, look, I get it's it's aggravating because you guys want to not you guys, you guys are fans. You want to go support the club and you want to do this the right way, but you have these guys that are just like, you know what, this is about money, and that's just to me, it shows the game is about glory. It's not about finances. It's about glory, not greed. And there's too, too many others. You know, you're not the only club. You're not the only club that's doing this. Uh, I think they're all doing it, and it's it's well. No, it's I wrong. mean, yeah. I mean, if you, I've been following the ticket prices. I find that super interesting. So I talk about this pretty much every away game, at least, uh, because when Inter Miami went to Dallas, tickets were four hundred bucks for a decent seat. Yeah. Uh, you know, L.A. When they went to LAFC, tickets were eight hundred dollars, and things that just in in L.A. are going to be more expensive. And all the stars were there, right? So, you know, where every city that Inter Miami goes to, ticket prices get jacked up, and that's where somebody in say Orlando might be a little upset. Where you know you paid the big money, you're hoping to see the star player, and he doesn't come, right? Because of injury, and that's possible with with it's any. It's a risky run. That's that is in in sports. There's never a guarantee that your guy's going to play, but. Um, I mean, I went and saw I went and saw Bruce Springsteen on Valentine's Day, and uh, Nils Lofgren, who is I love Nils, I think he's a fantastic. After Bruce, he's my favorite. He had COVID, you know. But I mean, that okay, Messi not being there is like Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band tour without Bruce Springsteen. So yeah, man, that's 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 the risk you run, and it's it sucks, but you're not yeah. getting your money back, guys. Like th- this, these guys do this because they make money, and every single one of them makes a boatload. Well, here's the thing, though. You're talking about we're talking about resellers, people making money and stuff like that, right? Um, my tickets that I bought for tomorrow's game were not resale tickets. That was straight from Ticketmaster. Yeah. What is, I think, a big crime that that you know, if this is a Ticketmaster issue, it's not even so much an Inter Miami issue, but um, the 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 issue is this uh, pricing that is flex pricing. So every minute that you're in there, the seat. Maybe it was a hundred bucks. You wait five minutes, it's up one twenty. You wait fifteen minutes, it's one fifty. Right? There's yeah. this flex pricing that's that's uh, all over the place that goes crazy. That's yeah. I you know it's you know what's going to happen at some point. And I, I hate the idea of this, but the government already regulates hotel rooms. Oh no, the government regulates hotel rooms. At some point, because this happened with Springsteen tickets. After uh, I got really good seats for a cheap price. It happened with the Taylor Swift tickets. It's happening with Messi. At some point, uh, the government uh, is going to have to step in and regulate this to where you can't just gouge like during hurricanes and stuff like that. And it's it's wrong. It's wrong of the owners to do. And we are just, you know what? We, were, we came here to talk crap, and here we were agreeing, I don't like this. We're becoming friends, and it needs to stop. We need to fight some more. Yeah, that's just not how I, we roll here usually. We end up usually in a hugging love affair with, uh, with our guests. I mean, I'll, um, I'll give you a kiss on both cheeks. It's 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 all love except for when we're on the pitch, you know. Then then it's uh you know you can we hate each other. Yeah, my, my co-host, uh, my, my co-host is an Arsenal fan. I'm a Spurs fan. So for four hours every year, I want to murder him. I don't really follow much uh, European soccer. I'm, uh-huh. I'm all local. Uh, in the chat, Louis Rodriguez is is saying uh, without our three gem players, Miami got to lift the second trophy. So you know, he's we'll basically see. saying. I see. I know you know, he he's saying he can beat he can beat us without him. We're, we may have to do do some of the, the you know we think Messi will play. We don't know for sure. Uh, Busquets, we're pretty sure. I think is going to play, uh, but um, you know that's our 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 MLS Cup hopes possible but slim. Right? It's it's a it's a it's a tough road, tough challenge. This is the more attainable challenge. And I got to be honest, I think, you know, Houston, you guys are good, but beatable. I think for sure that it's, it's, it's definitely a winnable game, especially if Messi's playing. Yeah. Um, not going to not gonna go out and say, oh, we're going to slaughter you guys. It's going to be an easy game. I'm not going to say anything like that. But I think it's definitely a winnable game. And, you know, you're talking about your goalkeeper. Uh, 
I don't know. Drake Calendar could be, could, in my opinion, at least, be up for goalkeeper of the year. If it wasn't for our goalkeeper, we would not have this League's Cup trophy. We would, you know, everybody talks so highly of Messi for obvious reasons, but Drake has kept us in, in, in these games. So, you know, we're right there. And like Louis is saying, all players got to step up. So I'm going to say this about the game. Um, I think it's, I'm just, I'm just a speculation, but I think it's going to mean more to our guys than yours because these guys have been training and sweating together all year and they have been grinding it out, grinding it out week in and week out, practice, games, travel, hot, humid weather, which there's no environmental advantage that you guys have over us. We play in it all the time. Uh, We lose, we gain the hour, right? The time affects us, but. Our guys, man, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't remember the last time I've seen our club, our players have as much fun as they are this year and play for each other. This truly is a team. And I'm going to be honest, I think if we take this to penalties, y'all win. I think we have to win this game in in regulation because I don't see us. Our goalkeeper, 6-1, he has us out the penalty all year. So Yeah, and, and, and we've won, what, two penalty games. In the in the yeah. uh, so yeah. so we yeah I would definitely I, I I would put my money on Drake Calendar all day and, and uh, um, so so your star player Hector Herrera that we know about him who else should Inter Miami be worried about in the uh, in the attack in the attack Griffin Dorsey right back he is quietly honestly he's becoming one of the best attacking right backs in football and you've never heard of him uh, but. You look at his, his numbers and his ratings from the previous six or seven games, he's absolutely on fire. Coco Carasquilla, when he's on, he is on. Uh, up top, you got Corey Baird, who I really like. I've always liked him. Um, other than that, I mean, Bossy may not play. He's kind of like a 10 who can also play the left wing, but he's more of a creative guy. In the attack, you're going to have to worry about Aliu. We have a young kid named Aliu. He's a Nigerian. He's very pacey. His finishing is not very good, but he's 22. And we got another pacey guy named Nelson. Up top, we are fast. We have some speed up top. Nelson, Aliu, Baird, and who's the other one? The hell, I forget. We're fast up top. But uh, Baird, Ache, Ache, Coco, and the attack. Yeah, you know, speed up top could definitely uh, be to your benefit for sure with uh, our defense is fairly slow. Uh, Leo Lopez Nelson. is also mentioning Nelson. Ha ha, Quinones. I call him ha ha. Ha ha. So. Um, yeah, so, I mean, our, our deep, that is that is one of our biggest liabilities is our slow defense. Uh, but luckily, great calendar in the net. Um, you know, fairly, uh, you know, you keep saying, a lot of confidence. You keep there. saying Drake calendar, and in my head, I see the rapper Drake in like February. Oh, yeah. Like June, like I just see twelve months of Drake, and I don't. I'm not a huge Drake fan. Not ca- I like Calendar, but Drake the rapper. Not, is he a rapper? Is it? Is he a rapper, guys? Is Drake a rapper? No. Or is he just hip hop? Is he R and B? What are they calling it these days? I don't know. I don't listen to any of that. Before you came in, I had to turn off uh, the music that was playing in here. It was like the Scorpions. So I'm old school. Oh, eighties rock. I don't know 80s, anything about people. Eighties rock, man. Talk about Springsteen. We get along great, Peter. <laughs> I don't like Springsteen though, but. Uh, but, you know, your 80s metal, I'm all there. Here, uh, One World, One Goal has a question for you, Finn. Uh, is, is it? It's still hot in Texas, yeah. I saw, in the NASCAR today. race. So our uh, still sweltering heat won't bother you guys? No, it won't. It won't. We're used to it. And uh, we have a pretty organized press. Now, we are, we, if one thing there is, we are in shape. Our boys are in shape, and they're, they're, they press well. Well, what's the humidity like there? Oh, Jesus. A hundred. Ninety percent. Yeah, when it's like 80 percent, it's like it's cold now. We put on we put on hoodies. Yeah, the humidity is just like Miami. This place is, was a swamp when we defeated Mexico in 1845. 36, 1836. It's a swamp. It's a bayou. It's just covered with with mosquitoes and, and, and low-lying marshlands in the coast. So it is, it's just like Miami, but... Uh, Without the beautiful beaches. Yeah, less, um, yeah, yeah, our beaches suck. And you guys got better Cuban food. I'm not telling you right now. Your Cuban food's way better. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think uh, as far as destination, Miami definitely has Houston beat. I mean, I w- I've been to Texas once. I went to, I, I spent a week in Dallas. Ew. Um, I had no interest in going yeah. to Houston, but, you know, spent a week in Dallas. I did yeah. go see the FC Dallas play. It was cool going you, to their stadium. You were like seven yeah. other people. You were like seven other people. They don't. They don't. Oh, no, it was, it was pretty empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. But but Houston, you guys have the same problem. So 
you we know. do. You keep you keep bringing but, up our pay. I don't want to talk about our problems, Peter. I want to talk about other people's problems. You, other OP. Yeah. But, you know, speaking speaking of your problems, though, I, I will say this. I remember <laughs> when you guys when the earthquakes first moved to Houston. You were playing in a temporary stadium Robertson. in some college. U of H. U of H Stadium, yeah. And I don't know how the entire stadium looked, but the way it looked on TV, really good crowd. It was Full. really good in the beginning. But yeah, I told you, but for like the, you about said, the first eight years, uh, we sold everything out. You, like you said, the fans got turned off over the years for whatever reason. And... Um, you know, uh, now it does look a little bit struggling. And uh, yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to talk too much crap about crowds. We have our own issues. Yeah, I, I'd like to make the analogy that uh, when Gabriel Brenner took over, it was like when Tina Turner married Ike and we were Tina. And then we just we left. It was it wasn't good. It, it was years of it. So it's going to take time to heal those wounds with the, with the people. All right. Well, what, what, what do you what do you uh, what do you what are your predictions for tomorrow? Two to one, Houston Dynamo win. I say you guys score early and you guys get real excited, um, but you're going to go as Messi goes. So if I see in the chat, a lot of people are saying he's going to start and come out. I guarantee you probably start. No, you don't think so, Peter? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, so the last time this kind of came up, where you know we thought, will he play? Won't he play? You know, we thought it's better to bring him off the bench. Yeah. You know, let let the young guys start. Once every once the game settled down a little bit, bring him in in the second half or something like that. Especially if he's questionable about going for the entire game. But it, but but that's not the way it went. And Messi started. Um, yeah. I think that was his first game. He started and and didn't come off the bench. You know, at the end of the day, it's if Messi wants to play, Tata Martino is going to put him in. Yeah, and sure. and he's going to he's you know to some extent, Messi is you know the coach in some ways, right? He, he his own coach. In that way, I mean, he's going to play when he wants to play, and no one's going to really tell him no, unless uh, unless it's a doctor, maybe. But um, uh, so I, I would like to see him come off the bench, but he may start. He might. Let me ask you: um, hey, who, I, the worst team in MLS is Colorado, right? You think Colorado? I don't know about the standings. I'm not sure as far as the standings, but I do know that they don't have a. There's no love for the Colorado Rapids. No. I mean, specifically their owner, Stan Kroenke. I mean, nobody seems to like him. He's known as a, a huge cheapskate and all that. Even even now, uh, trying to get more money out of uh, for the World Cup final at SoFi Stadium. So, wonder, yeah, there's, I, there's no love for for that man. But um, I wonder if you know, David I, Beckham I, could I, go play for them right now. If Beckham could just put his boots back on and step into Colorado and make him better. You think so? Is Colorado that bad that a 50-year-old man could go make him better? No, no, Beckham can. He make Beckham it prettier. Cannot, be prettier. He might. He might. Uh, you know. You know. Be better looking, but uh, he's not. He's not going to tear up the 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 uh, the field at at this age. No. But and you know, it's funny. Is there that that was um, a conversation that was had before Messi came? Is can can Messi come in? And, um, and it, was, it was made by this yeah. comment made by uh, Christ, our old assistant coach before he was our assistant coach. That if Messi comes into a worst place team in in MLS, would they make the playoffs? And so that's where we're trying to find out. But well, at least at the end of the day, they've they've lifted one trophy with a very good possibility, very good possibility of lifting another trophy tomorrow. It's like him coming to y'all is like when Brady went to Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if, you got, if you got a whole season with Messi. And he plays half the matches. He could be probably win the Eastern Conference. Well, that's next year. That's that's what we're looking at next year. I I would imagine you know you do a little more game management. I mean, he came yeah. in yeah. and he played every minute of every game. But when he came in, we were in the middle of the knockout tournament. Yeah. So it made sense to play him every game, and that's why it makes sense to play him tomorrow. And then on on, on the weekend we're playing New York City. He rests, yeah. and uh, you know. I, I, I'm bringing my son to that game. It's the first game he's ever gone to. He doesn't really care for soccer, but all of a sudden he's interested because you know Messi. Yeah. And uh, and I had to tell him. I said, no guarantees he's going to play because he is going to play. I, I I'm fairly confident he will play on Wednesday, but uh, that that just means come uh, you know come uh, Saturday he definitely won't. Going back to the predictions, here's some comments in the yeah, chat. I've seen some of these seven to two. Hey, you're tripping. Whatever's in Ed's drink, I need some. 
Miguel, Miguel uh, uh, saying 2-1 Houston. Uh, Kata, 3-2 Miami in extra time. Yeah, oh, this this will have extra time, whereas in the League's Cup, there was no extra time when direct penalties. This will have extra time. Leo Lopez says 2-1. to one. Oh, no, we froze. 2-1? Yeah. I love Ed. Ed is my co-host, so he's going to have fun here. Spicy. Uh, Spicy 7-2 Inter-Miami. There's definitely a tongue-in-cheek here. Hat trick, Messi, and Campana, a goal for Farias. Uh, own goals by Javelez and Miller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, that has happened on our end, the own goals. The Eric, the Eric Thomas comments got me. We, we have All a right, let's go to Eric Thomas. We, Eric Thomas saying, I say 2-0. Inter Houston doesn't have any true strikers. And they're a Cinderella team not impressed. They're they not a Cinderella team. Well, I mean, I guess we'll find out. I mean, time time will tell. But um, am I frozen on your end? Because my photo, my video is frozen. Oh uh, yeah, you and did. It, yep, it yep, froze in a very unflattering, very unflattering position. I look like I look like I got hit in the somewhere. How well, do we in fix that case, this? let's go full screen. How do we fix this? How do I get this out? <laughs> Change this. Get me. God Almighty! Look at that. Yeah, no, I, I that's on your end. I'm sorry. Hold on. But, I'm, I'm uh, gonna re, I'm right. gonna re, I'm gonna refresh real quick. Hold on. All right, go ahead. Um, Are we good? Yep, you're better. All right. All right, so back to some of those comments. This is one of our favorite things that we like to do on this channel is just get more comment heavy. So we'll wrap up here with a few more comments, let you get back to your kid. Um, We don't have to if you don't want to. They seem to kind of contain themselves. They seem to be good. They're quiet. Um, Leo Lopez, no true striker, maybe, but we're winning as a team. That's true. And that was something I will say is true about Inter Miami as well. We we love to talk about Messi and and I like to talk about Gallander, but Papa Martino, I I take I I respect Ben Olsen. I think he's he's done well. I think Tata over Ben Olsen any day, um, specifically also with a, it fits with our Latin culture down here and stuff like that. But good, good coach, coach at all levels. But um, he's brought a lot, a lot out of the other players. You know, the players that are not Matthew Busquets and Alba brought a lot out of our of our academy kids. We have academy kids playing and 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 getting looks and getting international call ups with Kramowski. Ruiz getting a call up with his international team. These kids are like 18, 19 years old. So um, we we are uh, in the same boat. I mean, winning as a team. The, the thing with Messi being on this team and also um, Tata, it's it is the the entire team is is, is been. Is you don't you don't worry that Tata maybe. I mean, because you look at Tata, who is coached. He's coached some of the best teams in the world, right? With with massive resources. Sure. At the same time. You don't worry, maybe he's fallen off a little bit based on the last World Cup with Mexico? No, everybody falls off with Mexico. And Mexico is a tough, tough uh, country to coach in. I, I, you can't hold Mexico against him. I, I would look at more of what he did with Atlanta because he's in MLS. Right? Oh, Atlanta, so, Atlanta have the, uh, they're one of the highest grossing MLS teams in the league. I think they, their attendance is number one, correct? Year in, year out. So their revenue numbers yeah, are well, massive. They got that big ass stadium, too. That, Ooh, yeah, so you, they can fill. you use the bad word. Well, that's about as bad as I get. Um, oh, I got cussed yet. Have I cussed yet? Yeah. Yeah, my listeners are going to be pissed. <laughs> like, uh, going, going through and, and enjoying your frozen screen. I'm a little bit behind. I'm not frozen anymore, right? No, I know, but I'm behind on my comments here. I just realized that you can see the stupid cardboard I put in my air conditioner back to redirect the air. <laughs> Guys, that's that's what happens when you when you uh, when you get into education for a living. You can't afford real air conditioning events to redirect. We the cannot tell what that is. I do not point to it. Out. It's it's right. Hold on a second. Yeah. Jesus, this is backwards. Is it flying a plane? Right there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, would never have noticed had you not pointed it out. Um, Louis Rodriguez, who is uh, saying that uh, Tata's tactics got to be very interesting tomorrow. 
so yeah, there is, there's definitely, um, I don't think anybody, at least no inner Miami fan that I know, none of the viewers of our, of our channel here probably are going to talk heavy smack, a lot of respect for Houston. Uh, but, um, I, I, I feel confident that I think tomorrow night we're talking probably two, one victory, um, Miami, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we could chop the world. It does kind of worry me. Tata should know Hector Herrera inside and out and know how to negate him. So that's yep. uh, that's one advantage y'all have. But at the same time, uh, three of your players are Brent Spike and Mill. So you got to kind of worry about the cohesiveness over the course of you know a whole season and fatigue. But we have just we're all healthy, aside from a mean. But we, everybody that's integral to our success right now is healthy. And yeah, Messi is the goat for part of it. Yeah, who's number two? Who's your number two of all time? Pele? What's that? Say the say, question again. So, uh, so, so, Pele, what do you mean? Ricardo Gomez says Messi go. Or actually, it looks like a camel. It looks like a camel to me. It's, he almost went to Saudi Arabia. Who's number two for you? Oh, oh, oh for me. I thought, I thought, thought we were talking about Inter Miami in particular. Just, uh, I don't know. That's all debatable. I don't care about that stuff. Who, who's, you know, because it's all, it's, it's, uh, I think those are kind of dumb conversations. Not, nothing. <laughs> I'm not calling you dumb, Ben. But just, okay. uh, you know, when people talk about different eras of any sport, you yeah. know, is LeBron better or Jordan better? Or they played in different eras. The game is different. Yeah. Um, you know, so so Pele, um, one world, one goal will play in your in your pretend conversation. Pele, Maradona, Messi, CR7, and then Del Piero is where she goes. But I, I, they all played in different in different eras. So the game, I mean, Pele and Maradona, obviously more in the same era, but, and Messi and, and CR7 in the same era, but um, you know, yeah, they, the game is different now than it was then. So it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to tell, but we're happy that we, that we have Messi. And, uh, so, so what is the, what are the thoughts, your thoughts or the thoughts of Houston fans of Messi? Like, you know, some people think, Hey, mad respect. You, you, you know, you did what no other team could do or would do and brought in you know the world's best player. Other people are like, you know, Ah, you're buying uh, trophies. You know they use they, they like to say you know that's the game grown, not bought. Where where do you stand on this? That's the game. Best team, best team, the best club in the world: Real Madrid, money. Manchester City, right. money. Liverpool, money. LAFC, money. Every single team that wins has wait for it, money. So the Yankees, money. It's money, man. It's, it's a money. It's a money thing. So buy it, sure, but you have to be. You can play it the right way. The, the right way where you develop and you sell for profit. But I mean, with the, the ownerships now and the conglomerates and the, the, the states, the nation states that are buying in and using this as a, I'm not going to go into that part, but no, it's, it's, it, you got money, you win. Money wins. Yeah. Sports with money wins, man. Look at, look at the legal system. Like, look at everything. Sure. Money wins, dude. Um, How do we feel about it? I just don't want to foot the bill. I don't want other MLS clubs, which was a rumor, and I don't know. My co-host would know this more than me. He's the smart one. I know, Peter, I, I am the dumb one on the show. I'm just here for the jokes. Um, I don't want to foot the bill, and I don't want it to negatively affect my club to where we're helping pay for his salary, which is something that we that was kicked around. But I think if you want to sign him, you pay for him. Uh, you brought him in. Good for you. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, would I like to have Messi here? Sure. Because I could go Uber downtown and become a multimillionaire when the Dynamo play matches. You know what I'm saying? But like, dude, I, I, it's, I, it's good for the game in America. It is going to expose people to the game that previously didn't care at all because now you have the greatest player in the world here. I don't care where he plays. Seattle, Portland, as long as they go to Austin or Dallas. I don't care where he plays. But like... It's good for the game, and the game is what's important to me, and the quality of it yeah, is important. You know, it, it's good for the league. I mean, I, I've heard the commentary about uh, I don't. My team shouldn't have to pay for him. Um, I don't think that is what's happening. Uh, you know, I think our ownership is paying that fifty, sixty million dollars. Um, yeah, but even if the, the the entire league, even if your owner is flipping the bill, that's the nature of MLS. MLS. You don't technically own a team. You, yeah. own, you know, you have the owner operating rights and you're just buying into the larger corporation. I, so as the larger corporation does well or does poorly, as do you. So, you know, winnings, profit margins are spread out across the league. You mentioned uh, Colorado Rapids and Stan Kroenke. He's benefiting uh, off of the messy, uh, you know, 
make there was a, a report early on that um, the first handful of games, uh, I think after League's Cup and a couple of MLS games, that uh, $250 million has been made across the league in just ticket sales. So all, all ships rise uh, with, with Messi. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's a single entity ownership. As long as they're using, as long as they're using the increase in Apple subscriptions to offset it, and we're getting some revenue sharing from it, I'm okay. But I mean, my focus and my concern is here at Houston because we cannot afford to screw this up. We have a golden opportunity with a good owner. A good owner is a good owner. We have a solid GM. We have a good coach. We can't screw it up. And I don't want it to be affected by Messi, but he's here for what two years, maybe. Uh, two and a half years yeah. with a with an option for a third. I think they'll probably option the third as long as he's healthy because he they want him to play in the new stadium that they've just started breaking ground on. And so that stadium better is hurry. 2025. Better hurry because sometimes those stadiums take a little bit longer to build. You know yeah, they plan on it opening in 2025. Luckily, our ownership group is are in the construction business. So, I mean, you know, they built they built our temporary stadium drive think quickly. So, yeah. in well, theory... They should be able to get it done quick, but yeah, I agree. I'm concerned uh, that uh, you know whether or not he'll get in there as well. Um, Our ownership groups in the waste management group, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, taking out the crap. Um, yeah, Jeff Strong s- saying, oh, "Super, uh, super fan. I love Jeff. He's great, dude. He's so good." MLS the organization though does have favorite teams over other teams. They always have done that. I think. Yeah, to some extent, but I, I don't think it's like, hey, we like LAFC better than we like Houston Dynamo. I think it's just that they've got more, you know, bigger player owners, for example, just using LAFC as an example, yeah. or LA Galaxy, because people have complained that they bent the rules with, uh, with the LA Galaxy. I've always said this. If you want to, our problem with Inter Miami getting caught cheating is that we did it without telling MLS. If MLS is involved in the cheat, it's all good. They'll they'll help you to some extent if it's good for the league. Uh, but but in our case, we did it without them knowing. So you know, it's uh it, it didn't go so well. But you know, I I think you know as far as favorite organizations, it really is just you know what do you bring into yeah. the league? Yeah. And if you're bringing something, if you're bringing big crowds and big money, then sure you're a favorite. If you're not, then your voice may be a little bit less. Yeah, everybody's got favorites, favorite teams, favorite players, favorite children. We all got favorites, you know? Yeah, my, sure. My favorite children's out there waiting for me. All right. And let's let's do that. And let's uh uh we got some people that just joining in ladies <laughs> might be saying, I just joined, so I got the smack. Well, you're a little bit late. We're gonna wrap this up. I told you we'd keep you for 30 minutes, we've kept you for close to an hour. So uh, by, I appreciate I appreciate your time, Finn. It was a lot of fun. Finn, tell everybody how they can follow you and your and your podcast and and, and, every, and all the stuff you sell and on your website and all that good stuff. Okay, so go to Google, type in Houston Dynapod, and uh, it'll pop up. Uh, guys, I don't just talk poorly about other MLS clubs. I also tell jokes here in Houston. So if you're ever in Houston and you want to come out to some comedy clubs and you happen to sit through and make this whole hour, uh, hit me up on Instagram or, or uh, Twitter or whatever. I will give you a comics version tour. You can go backstage and we can check stuff out. No, I'll give you the, the real deal. It'll be fun. Nice. Nice. All right. So any, any local, uh, Leo Lopez is in here. I mean, there's some people in here that's, uh, I brought my hooligans. They're, they're with me. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel's in here. Maybe, maybe they want to go see some, uh, go see some comedy. And we spell hooligans H O U L I G A N S here. How creative. I know. <laughs> that was sarcasm, Peter. Peter, are we still friends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I normally, I love talking logos. I'm in the graphics business. Did you see the Seattle uh, Sounders logo? Oh God, no. Let me hold on a second. Is it brand new? Yeah, brand new. Oh God. I mean, judging by the way the face you, ew. No. You like I'm, that? I'm on board with. It. I'm on board with it. Oh, well, come on. Compared to the, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a couple. There's a couple. They got their arm sleeve bands. I don't like the yeah. the text with the little swoosh through. I don't like that. But the, the space needle on the, the oh, let me see. There we go. I'll I'm trying this. to find. It. I'm gonna give you this. There you go. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Text so you the fans this. can see it as we're talking. Yeah, I like it. I, it's it's clean, simple design. It's hey, look. 
It's better than that Houston uh, logo. Oh, stop. That, they did. No, 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 no. Hang on. They did you guys wrong. They gave you a baseball logo for a soccer team. Well, we have. It's a have, great baseball logo. It is, but we it's also have a good baseball team. Soccer logo. I guess you know. Hey, we're trying to tap into that was a, that was a that was an intelligent concept. They're trying to tap into the Astros group by confusing them, because the the Astros fans the Astros fans still don't realize they cheated in 2017. I'm a Mets fan, so like I right. said, pain. But like, yeah, no. But the old logo we had, ew, it looks like an anime cartoon logo. I like this new. Well, logo the funny is, I'm I'm somewhat friendly with the uh, the guy that designed that old logo. Um, I don't like it because he, he at one point designed like half of the MLS logos, but but his logos as as I think they were good for their time, um, but um, but that, that Houston logo, um, bring it up, bring this uh, slide up, um, you can see it here. It's it's just it looks what kind of like the the Padres logo, I think, isn't that the way it's kind of like? Well, it's, it, it's the, intertwined the though, like intersect. The Padres do it, the Yankees do it, the Mets do it. It's but um, yeah. I mean it's the D is a little the D is a little long. It's not. It's not tall enough. It's. It's too. It's not symmetrical. But the H is tight. It's not I mean, hideous, but it's just like I said. It, me is not a uh, a soccer logo. It's I don't know what the. Logo. I don't know where the lightning bolt comes from. Like that. we have storms. They should have put. We could have just called the Houston Hurricanes. The Houston Harveys. All right. You want to give give it a totally different name? No, I mean, I, I like having it. I, I kind of like having a name and not just being like you know like an FC or an SC. I kind of like it. It's different. But it is kind of some people or a CF like us. <laughs> yeah, purists though they're like, no, you should just be Houston FC or Houston SC or Sporting Houston. The purists don't like it, but I kind of like it. It's neat, right? All right, all right. As long as you guys as fans like it, that's all that matters. But anyways, I wasn't. It froze again. Sounders look good, but I don't know. It just popped on my head as we were closing out because yeah. it was it was uh, news today. Is that a whale? Is that a whale with a ball yeah, in its tail? Uh, it's, a, it's an orca. Killer whale, orca. Peter, Peter is not so going to like that. What I like about this, what I like about this, is it's modern and retro at the same time. So your left, your your main badge is very, very modern, clean design, which is minimalist, which is the current style of design everywhere. And then, and then you go in the top right, the Seattle Sounders wordmark and the orca. That's very seventies, going back to their history, starting in nineteen seventy four in the old NASL. So it, it's. Retro and modern all at the same time. So, yeah, I dig it. Right on. Well, hey, everybody's got different strokes for different folks. Man, we've got 106 people. Exactly. And, 109 and, people? And, and clean and modern minimalist is not for everybody. I was reading a ton of comments about the logo, and they're very mixed. Very Jesus. Mixed. Look, got, as always. There's 115 people watching this right now. What is our players? Yeah, usually usually there's more, but we're not we're not on oh. our main uh, Sunday night. So you make me feel but, bad. Well... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, everybody, I, first off, want to want to. We'll just wrap this up. We'll end the show right here. Um, thanks so much for for Finn for joining. Check him out on Twitter as well at Dynapod. It's been on the screen most of the night, so you guys can check him out there. Follow him, and, and I know you sell some merch. You, you like to feed your kids? I think it says on your yeah, website, man. Right? Yeah. Buy some merch. We uh, we just got rid of the uh, we just got rid of one of the uh, inspired by true event lines. It was um, I don't know if I can hold on. I, I don't want. Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to show. Anyway, thanks for having me. Well, yeah, and 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 you know, like I mentioned um, before, here, let me change this real quick. Producing on the fly. Usually, my my co-host will start talking when I do stuff like this. Um, but here's the you know on, on on the web, you can just they're on Spotify. Uh, so and and all it looks like probably all other. Um, formats you can think of apple um podcasts yeah. all the other stuff just like ours as well we do an audio version as well but um check them out should be a lot of fun i, I listened to a little bit of your stuff before having you on and uh, i dig it and you still had me on i did you're brave you sir you're brave. so anyway. a lot of fun finn hey everybody thanks so much for watching you know what to do please like share and subscribe and we'll see you next week Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get a second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Big shout out to 
my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool-ass people. 